0: Select oil filter for just thirty three ninety nine plus two times O Rewards points. Limit supply. Choose SynTech exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
2: The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO nine ninety AM or North Shore Radio LLC. <laughs>
3: Good evening, New Orleans. This is the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg, and welcome. I hope that you all have been enjoying this wonderful weather in the (laughs) mid-90s, in the morning. Um, Anyway, uh, this is WGSO, 990 AM and WGSO.com, and the call-in number is 504-556-9696. I want to start off the first part of the show. We're going to be talking about some general topics, but in the second part of the show, I'm so excited, we're going to be talking about junior golf in Louisiana and what the status is. Uh, and one thing that I learned, which is a great piece of trivia in golf in Louisiana, and we'll we'll get to that in the second half of the show. But for right now... Uh, I, for this first and second segment of our show, I want the callers to call in that play a lot of golf or try to play a lot of golf. And I want to know, in this kind of heat, in what we've had for the last three weeks, what is your best time to play golf? 7, 7.30 in the morning? 9.30? 9.30? In the morning or 2.30 in the afternoon? And call in and give me your reasons why. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt you. Hello, people. Uh, (laughs) This is Ronald. Yeah. The king of producers happens to be producing my show tonight. We're very fortunate. All right. So I used to play golf
2: with my stepdad um, mm -hmm. way back when. And he would always go about 8.30, maybe 9.00. Mm-hmm. In the morning, because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't too hot yet. It was kind of mid. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: that's a that's a good that's 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 good. And we'd be done by, like maybe one or two. And that's 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 a good time okay. in the morning. Okay. That's a good time. Yeah. Um, but and and I want other callers to call in and share with me. And at the end of the second segment, I will tell you because I know <laughs> what the best time is. Uh, but this heat that we've had over the last two weeks has changed my perspective. I will tell you this: I used to be one of those guys who thought well, the earlier you get out, the better, the cooler it will be. And a little while, and I'll tell you at the end of the second segment. Remind me. Okay. We'll, will I'll give you my view on what the most comfortable and best time to play is in this particular heat in Louisiana. Different in Michigan, different in North Carolina, different – I mean, how would you like to live in Las Vegas? Uh, I mean, not for gambling and, right. and women, but <laughs> – because <laughs> I know that that isn't what you're thinking about anyway. But to play golf at this time of the year in Las Vegas, how would oh, you no. like to do that? No. A buddy of mine has a son who lives in Vegas, and he was telling me they go out there and, and, and play during the winter, and it's fine and he was out there recently it was like 115 degrees like regular summer was yeah yeah N- not not heat index that was the actual temperature, actual temperature okay. so he said after the 7th hole, he told his son i'm sorry <laughs> i can't play anymore <laughs> and he's a fit guy you know right. so so but all over the country everybody has their own little issues ours The summer, July and August, the humidity and the heat combination. I know a lot of guys who don't play at all. They just say, call me in September. Right, right. (laughs) You know, but they don't play at all. But anyway, okay, Um, let's get back to another issue that we've been talking about on our Thursday night show, the New Orleans Golf Show. Uh, We've been talking about the PGA Tour and the PIF, the Public Investment Fund, uh, how – there was a surprise, shocking uh, announcement made on June sixth uh, that um, in the two years that have preceded June sixth, the PGA every time it had a chance to it was trashing the Live Tour and the PIF. Uh, the Jay Monahan, who was the CEO, was trashing um the saudis um, blaming them reiterating the blame for nine eleven and so forth and um, was doing everything he can players uh... that left the pga tour because they were promised and paid more money by the live tour uh... were trashed um, and lawsuits were flying um, on, on both sides The same thing was happening in Europe, uh, where the DP World Tour um, was fighting with the Live Tour, which was poaching, they claim were poaching players away. Okay, so suddenly on June 6th, uh, after acrimonious battles, uh, the PGA and the Live Tour decided to bury the hatchet at least now, and announced that they were going to work toward a deal which would bring everybody together under the rubric of the PGA. Now, the details of that have yet to be worked out. Okay, so with that background, uh, all of the PGA players, uh, every time they turn around, some reporter has a microphone in their face and they're asked, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And the response is, look, they're golfers. That's what they do. They're not diplomats. Some responses are knee-jerk. It's what they think of at the moment. Uh, they, they, <laughs> golfers today have nutritionists, okay, they have psychiatrists who help them because golf. I mean, if you get too uh, aggravated and too upset, you don't play well. So um, it's a mental thing. Right? It, it, uh, it is a very big mental game, um, and and you want to stay cool. You want to be as cool as you can. But of course, you know that you get ahead, or one guy's ahead of you by one stroke. You got to not press too much, but you have to press a little bit. So. So the, the, the golfers have this team of people, but they don't have lawyers <laughs> that are whispering in their ear, no, don't say this, don't, you should say this, but don't say this, don't say, and they're like everybody else. They just make, make, make statements, and, uh, and tonight we're going to talk about two of them that, that I think are good, good messages for anybody who is a golfer, or, really, in any line of business, and they see that their 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 fellow workers and their fellow professionals, there's battles going on and so forth. The first story I'm going to talk about is a story that was out in um, Golf Digest about Rocco mediate. Rocco mediate. He sounds like a a gangland killer, <laughs> but he wasn't. He was a great guy. He was a great pro. Um, he's an eight-time, I'm sorry, six-time PGA Tour winner, and he uh, brings such, how should I say it, uh, reality to what the golfer's life is. Winning six times in a 25-year span, it was like once in every decade. I mean, he was steady. He Winning is great, but you win, you get second place money, third place money, and you can make a good living for yourself. and and mediate was always well thought of. Um, and he was a good player. Um, so he the the article talks about how he was asked about the players and what they're talking about these days. And the live tour and so forth, and we got to take a break. But it, it, when I come back from the break, I'm going to get mediates um, comments and some comments by John Rom, which put a lot of this in perspective. And uh, right now we don't know what the deal is going to be, but this is something I think that's going to be helpful for anybody. All right, this is the end of the first segment of the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg, and you're listening to WGSO 990 AM wjso.com and our calling number is 5569696
2: Satchmo Summerfest, presented by the New Orleans and Tourism Cultural Fund, is back this August 5th and 6th at the New Orleans Jazz Museum. Join friends and family to celebrate New Orleans' native son, Louis Satchmo Armstrong, for two days of live music, food, and discussions with Satchmo scholars from 12 to 8 p.m. For more information about the free festival, visit www.satchmosummerfest.org.
4: This is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO, 990 AM in New
2: Orleans. Hey, it's Kevin Carr with your personal sneak preview invitation to join me on Sunday evening from 8 to 9 for Fat Guys at the Movies. Each week, I give you my take on the newest movies and movie news, but in a fun way. Not like those stuffy movie review snobs who take themselves way too seriously. i tell you if the new movies rock or not. Yes, it's fun for all ages with Fat Guys at the Movies. I'll see you Sunday evening at 8 on WGSO 990 AM. Don't miss Heard's Louisiana Live from 4 to 5, Monday through Friday. While Heard exposes and explains state government's daily shenanigans, exposes our excess taxes and explains how we can get to real community safety. Heard will challenge your legislators to repeal taxes and grow Louisiana. Repeal and grow is the name of the game. Heard's Louisiana Live is coming in hot every day at 4 p.m. Only on WGSO 990 AM.
3: All right, New Orleans, welcome to segment two of tonight's New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. Again, you're on WGSO 990 a.m. and WGSO.com, and our call in number is 504 556 9696. And the question remains what is the best time of day to play golf in this miserable hot weather that we're having? No surprise in july and august in new orleans a good good question to discuss everyone has an opinion about it Okay. Uh, in the first segment we were talking about the reaction of professional golfers to what's going on the noise that's going on all the time every time you look at the golf channel every time you look at a golf tournament every time you open golf digest or reading constantly stories about the rift between the PGA and the live tour and the PIF. Okay. So, um, I, I took an opportunity to read some of the, um, uh, uh, interviews with many of the golfers and they're always having a microphone shoved in their face and ask questions. And I, I've chosen two, um, responses that I think are, are interesting and also, um, I think are good advice for anybody who finds themselves in a situation where you are with competitive people in a competitive business or sports field and and competition is part of it. And and Rocco Mediate had had a great, great quote, and I thought it was terrific. He, he, he was asked about the, the, uh, the, uh, the conflict that's going on and, and, and is there a conflict and, you know, what his thoughts about it. And he, he, the, the article said he laughed when he was asked about it. And he said players who are constantly whining about, quote, the state of the game should be ignored. Instead, he talked about when he became a pro in 1985 – he quoted Dean Beeman, who was at that time the uh, CEO or the head of the tour. And that was the year he got his card, 1985. The quote that he remembered Beeman saying to all the guys who had just become pros he, Beeman said, You're going to get mad. You're going to get jealous. Your good friends and guys you play golf with in college. And on the tour are going to win more money. and they're going to have nicer things than you. How are you going to deal with it? He said two words. Play better. Great advice. Great advice in golf, great advice in business. Great advice, advice in your family. Focus on the things that you're there to do. (laughs) So Rocco Mediate, I tip my hat to you. Great, great advice. If so many people... Well, today's world, you'd put people out of business if all you did was play better and not get involved in uh, media-generated battles with uh, other co-competitors. But anyway, Rocco Mediate, great thing to say. He then... Um Mediate also uh, identified a serious difference from today and the days in his era, uh, which wasn't that long ago. Gosh. Well, it was a long ago if, if you weren't born then, but for, for some of us, it wasn't that long ago. And this was kind of a jab, I think, at the PGA. He said, today, the PGA – Protects its best players. He said, When I was playing, the PGA did not take affirmative steps to take care of you as a golfer. And then he listed all the different things the PGA Tour does uh, private jets and uh, all the things they do. And, and he recognized, and Mediate recognized, that uh, the top players. Uh, bring in the top sponsors and the television and so forth. Well, I, I, I kind of think that's a fair argument. It's not a great argument. It's fair, I think. Uh, but I, I still think uh, that, that the PGA and the administrators of these tours need to let the players play. I think we're getting away from that. Um, and there's too many distractions. We want to watch them play. Uh, we don't care about the little squabbles they have with them with with each other. But anyway, uh, I, 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 that was one of the one of the comments I wanted to share with you tonight was 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 mediate's comments because it really brings you back to what the game's all about. Okay, what else is going on in the PGA? Well, Tiger Woods uh, has been elevated. I don't know whether Tiger's ready to retire or not. I think he's still going to play a little bit of golf. He's This this guy is a born competitor despite his horrible injuries, but he has advanced up the ladder of the PGA. Okay, the PGA is administered by some guys golfed, some guys were in business, some guys did a lot of other things, but the the top echelon of the PGA tour has something called a policy board they set the policy for the PGA and there are players on that board and the the bad thing about the PGA tour was when they when they buried the hatchet with the live tour in the in the PIF of, on June 6th that I mentioned in the first part of the program When they did that, they didn't share it with anybody and they didn't share what they were doing with the PGA policy board. It made lots of people angry because the PGA believed, the PGA players believed, we're members of the PGA. By members, it doesn't mean we uh, support you, it means you support us. So, um, woods got on the policy board and woods is a lot of people believe that he is not gonna he's a very powerful uh... uh, entrepreneur uh... and that he will represent the players well on the pga tour policy board uh... his 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 power (laughs) apparently in the fast, last few days, his power has he's flexed his muscles. Back in March, the PGA announced that there would be a no-cut. There would be no-cut tournaments. Now, what's a no-cut tournament? That's when everybody who's going to play plays from the beginning to the end. A tournament with cuts is like the first 36 holes, the first two days. Uh, if you don't make a combined score of, let's say, 10 strokes, within 10 strokes a liter, you get cut, and you don't get money. Now, recently, they've given them a little bit of money, appearance money, but essentially, if you don't make the cut, you're out, okay? And the PGA in March said that three significant invitational events were going to be no-cut events, which meant anybody who was invited got to play the whole event. Well... Tiger Woods and Jack Nicklaus didn't like that. And one of the reasons is Tiger Woods, He is, he's hosting the Genesis Invitational. That's one of the three. Jack Nicklaus hosts the Memorial. That's another one of the three. And the third one is the um, Palmer, Palmer's Invitational. Well, after pressure from them, they have agreed that they will have cuts during that. So the very first thing Tiger got into, he changed this, the board's decision. Okay. Now, I, I promised I would tell you what the best weather to play is. Tee off in New Orleans in July and August at 9 o'clock. Why? Because you beat the evaporation at 7 and 8 in the morning. Breezes start to flow at that time. And look, guys, you're going to sweat. The breeze is what makes you feel good. That's my position on that. All right. We're done with the second segment, and uh, this is WGSO, 990 AM and WGSO.com, and our call-in number is 556-9696. We'll see you after the break.
1: What's my schedule looking like?
3: Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park and First Street.
1: What? No. No, that doesn't work. I'm I'm busy then. Decline. decline Floods don't exactly
0: work around your schedule. Disasters don't plan ahead, but you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait, communicate. Visit getagameplan.org. Brought to you by the Louisiana Governor's Office of Homeland Security and Emergency Preparedness, FEMA, and the Ad Council.
2: A business without signage is like a car with a flat tire. It's not going anywhere fast. Sir Speedy can change that. We're a trusted resource for sign design and production. Whether you need trade show displays, banners, posters, directional signs, window decals, wall graphics, or more, Sir Speedy's sign capabilities can help your business get noticed. Call us today at 504-586-9812. Sir Speedy, we do it. Hello, this is Jack Clegg. A while back, I hosted
3: the NFL show. Remember, we take a knee for no one. I've returned to WGSO to host shows on Tuesday and Thursday nights from 7 to 8 p.m. Tuesday evenings, we will focus on the causes, consequences, and solutions to the international, national, and local political mess that has developed since 2020. Thursday's show will be happier. It's a golf show discussing the current state of the game we love in Louisiana and on the Gulf Coast. Please tune in and share your thoughts.
4: Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM WGSO, WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on w- Louisiana Radio Network. I'm Tico Fox, 23-year-old Von Tico Anderson, has been charged with first-degree murder in the fatal shooting of Ville Platte City Marshal Barry Giglio. Giglio and other law officials were issuing a search warrant at a drug house when shots were fired. State Trooper Thomas Gossin says Anderson was taken into custody and booked on weapon and drug charges.
1: He was already in jail and he was rebooked shortly after 6:30 p.m. yesterday.
4: Office of State Parks officially opened new attractions and upgrades at Bogochetto State Park with the ribbon-cutting ceremony in Franklinton today. In addition to upgrades, the 2,000-acre site also added kids' pump tracks, a bike repair area, and a new restroom. Lieutenant Governor Bill Nuttgesser says there's also an award-winning mountain bike trail to cater to bike enthusiasts.
0: It's got like a 20-foot drop. It's a jump over the trail below. This
2: trail has been so incredibly designed that we would just name the number two mountain bike trail in the country.
4: LRN.
0: The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world.
4: I couldn't sleep. We were being audited.
0: They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens and get a fresh start. Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals.
2: We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world.
0: Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions Now. Call 800-319-6697. 800-319-6697. 800-319-6697. 800-319-6697. 800-319-6697.
2: Join me, B.J. Rusk, for the Something to Say radio show every weekday from 6 to 7 p.m. I'll be joined by Rudy Cicchini, and we will give our unique and fun thoughts on sports, music, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. Your calls are welcome, and you can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at www.com Something to say, radio show.com. The Something to Say Radio Show, weekdays at 6 p.m. only on WGSO 990
4: AM. Hi, I'm Huck, an active Christian who loves Louisiana. One of my goals is to bring Louisiana's education from 50th to number one.
0: And I'm Dave. I'm not afraid of government bureaucrats. I fear God. Our rights and freedoms come from him.
4: This is Liberty or Lockdown. Please join us on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on WGSO 990 a.m. and WGSO.com.
0: It's Jeff Cruer, host of Ringside Politics. I'd like to introduce WGSO General Manager, Mary Ann Guzman. WGSO is locally owned and operated right here in New Orleans. We believe in cultivating local talent and emphasize local programs. If you have an interest in hosting your own program, then we have some prime spots available. Thanks, Marianne. Folks, take advantage of this great offer. Email me at, Jeff at WGSO.com or call me at 504-669-6076. Come fulfill your radio dreams at WGSO.
2: New Orleans, are you ready to have a conversation? Well, if you are, Ron Richardson is here to tell you that you should tune in to my show, Conversations with Ron Richardson. Every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. until 12 noon here on WGSO 990 a.m. and WGSO.com where we discuss mental health, disability, and everyday life. Tune in to Conversations with Ron Richardson every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. until 12 noon here on WGSO 990.
3: All right, New Orleans, this is now section three of our show, and uh, we have a, a terrific guest who's agreed to join us again today, Jake Norris. Jake, how are you?
1: Hey, Jack, I'm doing good. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing terrific, uh, and and lucky to have you here tonight, because I wanted to talk, and, and one of the things when I started this show uh, with Ronald, we're both... Very interested in in junior golf, and and we're both interested in kids being able to perform at their best. And you you're in you that's your job <laughs> every day, right? Yeah. You're yes, the, it di- is. You're the director of the Louisiana Golf Association's junior division.
1: Yes, that's correct. Uh, we try to our best to provide. Um, you know, tournaments and good competition for these players to uh, go play against each other at uh, you know big time courses in Louisiana, so that they can get better. You know, at the game of golf and compete, and also maybe uh, if they want to play collegially, maybe get recognized by some college coaches.
3: Well, and that's and that's that is outstanding. And and um, and I've I've met a bunch of parents and their their children are playing. It's a it's a sport, both men and women, boys and girls, and um, tell me a little bit about. So, and when I say tell me, tell the audience really about. Um, this is the summer; they're not in school. How does this fit into your program for junior golf when when the kids are not in school? What are they doing now?
1: Well, uh, really, they're just playing a lot of golf, to be honest, and not really. <laughs> um necessarily just in our uh our tour because they they play in many uh different events uh, for example uh and uh, we spoke about macy williams uh, tour. she was uh, ch- yeah she was our junior am champion she uh, actually just played in our event at u club well the i think the day before she had just finished round uh at pinehurst uh, she played i think Whoa. pine needles in, in worlds where she finished third and uh, I got a text from her dad saying, Hey, you know, I don't know if we're going to make it. I said, Well, just let me know. And, uh, and anyway, she ended up driving all through the night and through the morning just to make it to the university club. Event. Wow. Um, so that's just kind of an example of, uh, they, they, especially if they're really dedicated. I mean, they're playing a lot of golf. Uh, there's crazy. not much going on in the summer. Uh, there's no school, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's really from one tournament to the next. And, uh, that's one thing, too. You don't want you know, the kids to, to get burnt out or anything, but, um, yeah, just a lot of golf in the
3: summer. Well, let, let's talk about that in, in particular. Um, uh, I know uh, the last time we were on the show, we were talking about an upcoming tournament that's now a tournament in the past uh, at Beaver yeah. Creek, which is in Zachary. Uh And, then, and that was prior to the uh, L Club or the U Club event, which was in Baton Rouge? Tell me, right. uh, tell me, how, in, at Beaver Creek in Zachary, who played well? Who were the stars there?
1: Uh, we had a, we had a few. Uh, we had some top finishers. Uh, our champion for the boys uh, was Cale Fontenot. He's from Lafayette, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. He's a senior this year. He's actually committed to go play at Georgia Tech, which is a pretty prestigious. Oh, that's a great uh, golf, golf school. school. Wow. Yeah, really good. Really good golf school. So he's um, got his he's
3: got his ride there now, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, everything everything paid for. Uh, he's a, uh, that's outstanding. Very good golfer. He he's very long off the tee. Probably hits it I think he averages his drives like 330, 335. <laughs> uh, he can yeah, he can crank it out to about 350 if he wants Yikes. to. Yikes. Uh that's great. Yeah, but he was he he won he actually three-peated at the Junior AM Championship. He won for a third time uh, in a row. Uh, so he played really well, uh, and then uh, our runner-up was Noah McWilliams. He's actually a—he's uh, from Benton, which is up in Shreveport sure. area. But he's actually committed to play uh, uh, golf at LSU. So uh, some of the listeners made—I uh, guess—be fans, you know, of LSU golf, kind of in that <laughs> New Orleans area. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> and uh, so he—he he played well. He's a really really good talent. Got some uh, some good experience underneath his belt. And then we had Kyle Traub. He finished third. Kind of sprung onto the scene. Um, he, he's from Metairie, uh, he's actually a junior, so both of those other guys were seniors. He's a junior, uh, and he's getting a lot better, and uh, he played at our uh, Bo Shin event, uh, which was kind of close to his home course. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, he played, he played really well And as kind of a local kid, and that's uh, Kyle from. He's from Abita Springs, right? He's from so Kyle. He's from Metairie. He's, oh, okay. Uh, he's from okay. Metairie.
3: Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, and and this was the the U Club event. This is your uh, the junior amateurs champion. What was it called?
1: Correct. Yeah, that was the uh, those top three finishers were the uh, they were top three in the junior amateur, mm-hmm. the boys junior amateur. Okay. Uh, and then we also had we had the girls as well. Oh, in the before before you,
3: before you before hold on before you talk about the girls, going to ask the same question about them. But how many okay. how many boys? Were involved in that tournament. How many were uh, entered and played?
1: Yeah, so there was, I think, a hundred and twenty-five, one hundred and thirty. Wow. Uh, yeah, just just in the boys' division. Um, so it was a lot. In that event, we take up up to about one hundred and forty kids. I mean, it was it was pretty maxed out.
3: So, and it was at a two-day uh, tournament or one-day tournament. How long was it?
1: So It was a three day, so we we played two days and we actually made a cut to the uh, low 60 in ties. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. So the uh, the top 16
3: played on the last day.
1: And that's where. Correct. The top 60
3: did. Oh, 60, not 16. 60. Okay, great, 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 great. Now, this is a question I wanted to ask uh, because there's parents and uncles and grandfathers and friends of family listening. Okay. And it's summertime, and families have vacations and do this and that. But, obviously, if one of the kids that you have is an avid golfer and wants to participate, they're going to want to go on a three-day trip to Baton Rouge and play. Now, they played at LSU's course, right? The actual – for the
1: LSU team. Yeah, for the U-Club event, they did. That was uh, this past week. week.
3: And and when that happens – I imagine it can get expensive. Does the yeah. uh, Junior Golf Association do anything to help uh, reduce those costs?
1: Yeah, so there, there's a there's a main thing we, we kind of do. I know for hotel situations, uh, we try to get a room block and try to get them as much of a discounted rate as possible because mm-hmm. that's really probably the most expensive um Portion of it is going and staying, you know, three or four nights at a hotel. Sure. Uh, and then there's there are also times that we also will provide lunch uh, for them on maybe one of the tournament days. Um, so that kind of helps out with maybe you know a uh, <clears throat> a dining expense. Uh, but those are two two kind of things, and also you know obviously we provide water and all kinds of hydration sure. for them. Sure. Sure. But as far as travel goes, you know, trying to get them that discounted hotel rate is probably the best thing that we we kind of come up with I think that's
3: terrific no I think I think that's terrific okay now I interrupted you before you were able to tell me the uh, champions on the women's side
1: yes yes so for the uh, we had some good golf played uh, in the junior Am championship for the girls uh, we had actually our youngest champion uh, in the history of the girls Junior championship uh, it was Miss Macy Williams who I mentioned earlier she's from Brulee, which is just kind of outside Baton Rouge. Mm -hmm. Uh, She actually won't be a senior until 2028, so I think she's just a little old 7th or 8th grader. Wow. With with the big girls and the seniors. Um, And then in second place was uh, Samantha Schultz, and she's actually a local uh, player as well. She's from Mandeville, so that's kind of in that area. Uh, she's She's a senior this year. She'll be going to play at uh, the University of West Florida, and then our third place finisher was Isabella Calab. She was from Lake Charles. She's also a senior. I believe she's going to play at uh, Newman uh, University. Well, th- this
3: is this is this is a fantastic story here. Um, I on our show, the New Orleans Golf Show. How many weeks ago was it uh, when we had the girls from Sacred Heart that we're in? Oh, two months ago. Two months ago, six yeah. weeks or two was, months, something same. like that. We had uh, the, the, the girls from Sacred Heart Academy here in New Orleans. And um, among the girls, I mean, they, and several of them were place winners uh, in, in the state tournament, the high school LHS, LHSSA tournament. Uh, yeah. And one of them was the winner. And she was a seventh grader. I mean, yeah. Tall, very, very nice, articulate, smart. I mean, but she was a seventh grader. Uh, Jade Nevis was, was her name. So, do, yes. and you've seen Jade, I'm sure, in some of the
1: tournaments, right? Yes, most certainly. I, I recognize that name. Uh, yeah, Miss Jade, she's a great golfer. She's from New Orleans. Yeah, she's also in the class of 2028, 20, kind of right there in the same same age group as Macy.
3: Well, I, I think
1: that I mean, for the
3: next several years, this this competition, I hate to be somebody to, you know. <laughs> instigate something but the competition among these two young ladies is going to be terrific and great golf because right now they're they're already excellent golfers so uh i'm going to ask you to hold on a minute we have to take a commercial break and uh make ron all the money he makes as a producer by selling all the products we sell you know how it is so we're going to take a break so hold on, Jake, and we'll come back to you in a few minutes. All right, on WJSO 990 AM
1: and WJSO.com. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need
0: to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org.
4: Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. America's schools are closing which can be especially tough on students who struggle with poverty, hunger, and trauma. But Communities in Schools can help. Our organization puts caring adults inside schools to help vulnerable students stay in school. Now in the face of crisis, we're working beyond school walls, delivering meals to students, helping them access remote learning, doing whatever it takes to help them succeed. To learn more, visit communitiesinschools.org. When the time came, I knew I had to find a place where Mom would be safe and active while still feeling independent. A place that was close to all of us and everything she needed. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Gonzales, I found Francois Benz Senior Living. They specialize in independent and assisted living and memory care.
2: Call 225-647-BEND for more information on our special pre-leasing offers.
4: Francois Benz Senior Living. Experience life as it should be.
2: Now is your chance to get rid of those old pants for good. WGSO supports the New Orleans homeless community through Grace at the Greenlight. Grace needs to restock its free clothing closet for the unsheltered with new or gently used menswear. Donations accepted Tuesday and Saturday mornings, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. at 1526 Aretha Castle Haley Boulevard or anytime at donate.graceatthegreenlight.org. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a non-profit volunteer run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumain Street and are open from 9am to 6pm weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Hi, this is Kevin Carr, host of Fat Guys at the Movies. Listen every Sunday at 8 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM. The community voice of the Crescent
0: City. Got your license to grill? Call Chew on This Saturdays at noon on WGSO and tell us all about it. Don Clement and Patty B. are waiting to hear your cooking secrets. More and more Americans are listening on American ground. Listen each Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr.
3: Right, new orleans uh, this is the fourth and final section of tonight's new orleans golf show with jack clegg and you listen to wgso 990 am wgso.com and the call in number is 556-9696 and we have our favorite guest is here jake you still on
1: yeah, I'm here, Jack.
3: All right, great. Um, one of the things that I was talking about, and you may not be um, – this may not be in your bailiwick at junior golf. Uh, what, what, at, at what years do um, boys and girls end their uh, membership in junior golf?
1: Once they become, uh, once they turn nineteen, or once they join a uh, collegiate program, okay. that's when their junior kind of ranks uh, are over. Okay,
3: I wanted to share with the audience, and and you and I talked about this briefly about improvement. Okay, golf, hundred meter sprint, pole vaulting, whatever the sport is. Okay, you you can be good in your little neighborhood. You, you can be the best in your little neighborhood, but you're really, really not going to know whether you can compete on a college level until you branch out. And tell me if I'm right or wrong, but I look at junior golf as the opportunity for people in Louisiana, if you're in New Orleans, if you live in Lakeview and you play golf at City Park or your dad's a member of Metairie Country Club and you play golf there, mm-hmm. you can be good, but you really aren't going to know how good you are until you play in tournaments in Baton Rouge in Lafayette against kids from other backgrounds, other, other training methods, other teaching pros. Is there anything accurate in what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, no, you're you're exactly right. Um, like you said, you could you could be the best kind of in your at your school or in your backyard, but once you kind of go play against everyone else in the state, who also thinks that they're the best at their school and in their backyard. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, there's there's really good competition, uh, especially I guess you know with this tour with the kids literally from every corner. And, uh, you know, a lot of, almost not every city in the state, but uh, every, you know, big city is really all, always covered uh, in the events that we have. So that, that would, I say that's a very accurate statement.
3: Well, I, I have a question I want to ask you. This just occurred to me as you were saying it. And, and, and it makes sense. Um, when I competed as a, as a wrestler in high school, um, and it was in Chicago, and there's a lot of competition in Chicago, and, and, and tough competition. But you really were tested when you went out of Chicago to Western Illinois or to Iowa or Southern Wisconsin where these programs have been there forever. And these kids live <laughs> for wrestling. They don't have any other um, distractions in their lives and, and they get better. Yeah. So, so here in, in Louisiana, the, the, the same thing, I, I wanted to ask you, can you tell whether there's different styles of golf played in different areas. I mean, when you go to a, a, a um, let's say a tournament in Lafayette or somewhere else, mm-hmm. can you actually see that the difference in the in the kids, uh, and take a guess of where they're from and are usually accurate, or are they all about the same?
1: Um, I could, there's probably a little bit of difference. Uh, there's definitely. Uh, depending on where you are in the state, kind of a nucleus of golfers. You know, there, you have your nucleus of golfers from Shreveport. Mm-hmm. You have a good nucleus of golfers from Lafayette, Lake Charles, New Orleans. Uh, those are kind of the big, I guess, big three or four, obviously mm-hmm. Baton Rouge too. Um, I guess if, I don't know necessarily like game-wise or style-wise, uh, but maybe sometimes the way they dress. I can kind of tell uh, who's maybe from Lafayette and who's maybe from Shreveport. I don't know Okay, if that gives you anything, but they well, – yeah.
3: <laughs> that was kind of <laughs> like what I was the, uh, curious Shre- about. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, the, the the Shreveport kids, they kind of wear more of the visors and stuff, but as far mm-hmm. as, like, golfing style and how they play, um, I can't really tell much of a difference, uh, but I definitely know, you know, who is from Shreveport and who's sure. from Lafayette. Sure. And who's kind of from those different areas. Well, there was another thing I wanted to, to, to
3: um, discuss with you, and this doesn't have anything to do with junior golf. Because this guy is not a junior. (laughs) And that is an amazing, amazing person in the Louisiana uh, amateur ranks. He's a member of the Louisiana Golf Association, I understand. Um, Why don't you tell me what recently happened to a gentleman by the name of Stan Humphreys?
1: Okay, yeah. Mr. Stan Humphreys, I... Got a little bit of connection with him, but yeah, he's a member of, of the LGA. Uh, he's a he's a really good senior amateur golfer. Uh, he plays in a lot of our events. Uh, he you know plays in the senior amateur. He you know also tries to play in, in the state am too. Uh, but he actually just played in the R&A senior amateur championship, which takes place over in England mm-hmm. at uh, I think it was at Woodhall Spa, uh, yep. course, is where it's called. And I, and I believe he finished T-4, which pretty much, for people who don't know what RNA Senior Am Championship is, it's pretty much the best uh, senior golfers uh, in the world. It's not just, you know, in, in the country. Like I said, you go over to England, and it's people from all over the world that go and play. And he put together two good rounds and was able to finish in the top five, which was uh, really impressive. And I know Louisiana was, uh, was very proud of him.
3: Well, and, and I, I, I just learned about him when I, when I read an article about Stan Humphreys, and then um, the name sounded vaguely familiar, and I asked <laughs> my producer Ron, who who knows every sports piece of knowledge that exists, something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and and he said, football. Did did the guy play football? Something's coming to my mind. He played football somewhere, and so we both did the research, of course because that's what we do. We're very boring guys who do research. And <laughs> Humphreys was in the Super Bowl in, was it? What year was it? Uh, 92. The 92 Super Bowl. Yeah, 92. He was a backup yep. quarterback yep. for the Washington Redskins. Washington
2: Redskins yep. and yep. Uh, Buffalo Bills.
3: Yes. Yep. And they won. Yep. Yeah. Now, does he yeah, sport they, they, a big old Super Bowl ring when he plays golf?
1: <laughs> I, I haven't seen him wear it. He's a... He's a He's a pretty humble guy. So I don't see him wearing his ring. Uh, but yeah, he was he was a good football player. Obviously, he's a good golfer too. And I think I think later on as well, he led the Chargers uh, to a Super Bowl. I don't think they were able to to win that one. But mm-hmm. you know, he got to be there as a starting quarterback that time. But yeah, no, he's a tremendous guy, and obviously a really good athlete.
3: Don't you know him from your where you grew up? Didn't he uh, teach nearby?
1: Yeah, so he uh, he actually attended uh, the University of Louisiana-Monroe where he played college ball at. And he actually won a national championship there, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so after his playing days, and, and he kind of came back to West Monroe, Monroe area. Uh, he coached the, the girls' basketball team at West Monroe for a little while. He actually came to a couple of our practices when I played football at West Monroe and tried to help us out with the passing game. Uh, wow! He, he was—he he wasn't there very long, but he would have been a really big help. Let me tell you—if you know anything about West Monroe football, it's a lot of—lot of running the ball. But,
3: it's a lot of uh, three he, he, yards he, and a cloud of dust, right?
1: <laughs> exactly right. A lot of—lot <laughs> of option. Um, lot of option uh, ball, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, he tried to help with the passing game, and I think now he also coaches at Cedar Creek, which is over. Uh, in the Ruston area, uh, and and coaches girls'
3: basketball. I I, I checked out the leaderboard, uh, the final leaderboard, and his scores (laughs) were terrific. And I'm just imagining, okay, it's one thing to be your profession, to pay, you, you know, you earn money doing this. As an amateur, he goes on his own nickel over to England, plays against the best of his own ilk from all over the world, so he's somebody to be proud of, as you are, Jake. And I'm glad that you're in the position you're in. Uh, junior golf couldn't have a better ambassador. Keep it up, and we'll Thank have you. you back on the show again. When's when's the next uh, uh, tournament we've got coming up after this? In September?
1: Yeah, junior tournament. we got the uh, Junior River Cup, September 16th and 17th. So we're excited about that.
3: We'll probably uh, have you on before tournament. that, and we'll talk
1: about it. Okay. All right, Jack. Thanks for having me on again. Always a good time. All right. Be good,
3: my friend. Okay. Well, the show's over, and thanks for listening tonight. This has been the New Orleans Golf Show, WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. We'll see you next week. No, we won't see you next week. I'm off next week, but the following week. All right. (laughs) Have a good evening, folks. we embrace
4: diverse backgrounds and work together as one, there's no challenge or problem too big to overcome. Our strength lies in our diversity.
2: This public service message has been brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force.
4: Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys.